Hello, I'm Matthew Kidman. And I'm Ali Selby. And today we're going to be asking our fund managers which macro indicators they're watching in 2023. It'll be really interesting because macroeconomics have absolutely dominated markets for the last 12 months. Andrew, a lot of macro investing over the last couple of years, interest rates, COVID. What are the couple of macro themes that you're looking at in 2023? And what do you think that it would take to get people from bearish to bullish in that calendar year? Okay, so well, let's take the US to start with. Clearly, I think the way of looking at the situation here is it's all about tightening liquidity. Money supply is actually shrinking here. You know, well before we've come to the end of the rate tightening cycle, so I think we really need to see that that process end. We need to see some credit being created and money supply being created before you can really think about being bullish. The other big economy in the world, China, is clearly in a very deep recession by its standards. And here I think you know, the, the, the focus is going to be on the property market, residential sales picking up again. In either case, those things happening, it'll be an opportunity to become more constructive about markets. Well, we clearly need to see the peak in inflation, which we may be seeing at the moment, both in the US and Australia. And we also then the peak in interest rates, and that would make one more bullish. But uh, in terms of indicators, it's always you know, similar indicators. You know, we look at the city economic surprise index, you know, in terms of China, we're always following what's happening with credit over there. That's really important. Feeds through into iron ore and, you know, infrastructure development. House prices here in Australia is obviously a big one in terms of consumer confidence, et cetera. But there's lots, lots of macro you know, data that we follow, yeah. And when do you think we could see, I guess, a turning point for the market? Well, we've seen a big move, right? Yeah. In the last couple of months, we've had 13% you know, lift from the bottom and we're starting to work out when's it gonna go on the other side, to be perfectly honest. Mm. Usually there's a Santa rally and then we come back in January and you know, it can flip over. And what will cause the flip over will be the earnings side. So we really haven't seen that out of Wall Street in the last two quarters. That's been actually quite, you know, better than expected in terms of earnings, but maybe this December quarter result season could actually be quite disappointing. Well, I think Australia is about six to nine months behind the US and UK, maybe even EU. And so just trying to analyse the lead indicators there will give us a good indication. A lot of those economic indicators are heading south. So what we're looking for is how transport and housing is going over in the US, uh, inventory levels, uh, how much slack there is in the system, because that'll be an indication of potential deflationary uh, pressures coming through. And so that, that's what we're going to be focused on. What would make us more bullish? Well, we'd want to see corporate profits come under pressure and for the share price to actually reflect that. It's not until that actually starts happening that you can actually start getting bullish. How long away do you think that is? I don't think mid next year at this point in time, but it's a light step in the dark grey. Yeah, so I'm not super bearish. I think uh, at Alfinity, we follow earnings leadership. So that means we invest in companies where the earnings are in an upgrade cycle. And even though there's a lot of bearishness in the market, there are still are many stocks around the world that are in an earnings upgrade cycle. So what we're looking for is how fourth quarter earnings do, because overall earnings could still be too high and then how companies guide for 2023. You could see a situation where fourth quarter earnings are quite disappointing, but then companies use the 2023 guidance to reset that bar lower, and that's gonna be a very interesting time to look for new stocks, because you sort of have a clean slate for what's gonna happen in the 2023 financial year. So resetting expectations is key. Absolutely. 
We're feeling very bullish at this point in time. Really? If in terms of the valuations that we're seeing in small and micro cap companies, it's the best we've seen in over 20 years. Balance sheets are very, very strong. If you look across all the funds that we, we manage, around 50% of the holdings are actually net cash or have more property um, on the balance sheet. So we do think our companies are well placed to navigate what will be a, a tough environment. If I had to uh, pick the macro indicator that I think we're all watching, it's got to be around inflation and what makes up that inflation. Is it cyclical or is it structural? Mm. I think the most pleasing thing for us is over the last few months, we're starting to see those cyclical elements of inflation come out. So I'm thinking freight, logistics, um, also used car prices in the US, but we need more of the, the constituents of the consumer price index, such as, re such as rents and, and labor and food and so forth to start coming down. And we do expect that will happen in 2023. And once that happens, we do think um, demand will return back into the small cap sector. The elephant in the room is, is rates, bond yields, how hard do central banks go? When do they step back and say, we can see a glide path and we're willing to let inflation take its own course without pushing it too hard? And, you know, I, I think that really remains the biggest issue for investors. Um, you know, my view is we've seen a peak in bond yields and that we're coming down the other side now. I don't think it's necessarily a reason to be bullish on the market, but I think it's a reason that you can be more confident in what you should be paying for a business. Yeah, I think the two things we're trying to look at in financial markets and equities is earnings and interest rates, as I just said before. So we're watching them very closely. Everyone's anticipating a big slowdown in earnings next year because rates have gone up. They are the two things that really matter. My little bit of a suspicion is that maybe the recession that everyone thinks we're going to have next year is not quite as bad. And that might be the impetus for a bit of bullishness sometime in 2023. Do you mean a recession in Australia or a recession in the US or Europe? Well, more importantly, the US when it comes to equity markets. Australia's important in individual companies, but overall markets, the US leads, and that's what, what we'll be watching. Okay, and what needs to happen before you can start feeling really bullish and want to put all your money in the market? I think what would be really nice is inflation, the headline numbers we keep getting each month, keep coming down, but the economy doesn't absolutely fall over. So it gives the Federal Reserve that chance to not lift rates as high. And they're slowing it down at the moment, it looks like. So if they can take the foot off the pedal, inflation comes up, but in growth doesn't die, that's, that's, that's Goldilocks. What macro indicators do you think you'll be watching in 2023? And what do you think needs to happen before investors can start feeling bullish again? Look, for the rest of the world, for Australian uh, share markets, I think the key is the corporate earnings needs to bottom. We know we're heading into a slower environment, um, and yet our corporate earnings are actually still holding up pretty well. We know it needs to come down, and it probably will bottom in the next six, three to six months. In the US, it probably will bottom in the next three months. So March quarter is probably we're looking at some of the weakest point for corporate earnings. Once investors get comfort that um, the earnings sort of, you know, as low as it will go, um, remember share market is always forward looking to a month, uh, people will jump in and this is when you see the true rally across the share market. I think it's really looking at corporate earnings. You know, we get a lot of noise, we look at interest rates and inflation, we've all said, but the reality is we look at those things to understand the impact on corporate earnings and corporate earnings is what drives share prices. So that's going to be our focus for 2023. Okay, and what we're all a bit bearish at the moment, a bit cranky with the world. What's going to turn us bullish during the calendar year? So I think we, we have to get through some pain first. I don't see how, you know, corporate earnings don't rebase and rebase material lower, given consumer sentiment, given 
the impact of interest rates on corporate debt and given the impact of inflation on corporate inputs like wages and the like. So I think we have to experience some pain first. And I think we see in the second half, we see the, the market pivot with the US Fed turning dovish. Come home with a wet sail. Yeah.